Hey there, horror movie tea sippers. The following podcast episode will contain spoilers for the movie we are about to review. If you have not seen the movie and do not wish to have anything ruined prematurely, please do not continue to watch or listen until you have seen the movie. And welcome to the Horror Movie Tea Podcast. Today, we are covering another listener request. It's actually by technically two listeners. Essentially, one listener was like, you should do this movie. And another listener was like, yes, do it. It was Uh, seconded by another. Yeah, so it was seconded. It felt (laughs) thirded, I think. I think so. But anyways, we are covering Phantasm, which came out in 1979. So if that clues you in on what the review is about to be like, uh, be, be warned. But before we jump into that, um, we will jump into tea. So I am drinking the Tazo Matcha Mate Grapefruit Tea. It's just like a, a matcha green tea with grapefruit. I I normally uh, reserve it for drinking it in the morning. I don't know. Grapefruit is very much like a breakfasty type of food for me. But anyways, what are you drinking? I am drinking Zest Tea, the pomegranate mojito. What I had last time. Green energy tea. So yeah, I, I thought I'd try this one. Just trying all of your energy teas. <laughs> yes. I'm going to have to find some more. I wonder if they have more flavors because honestly, okay. all of their flavors so far have, are mm-hmm. pretty good. I do think I like the the blue lady one so far the best. Mm. Um, the The other one that I had, though, was pretty good. The, the fruity one that I was like, eh. one. Yeah. I did like the superberry one, but I haven't tried this one yet, so we shall see. I'll just complete the hat trick. Yes. <laughs> we'll see. Yes. <laughs> So, Phantasm, it's an interesting movie to summarize, so I will keep it as brief as possible because it's a very sporadic movie. But the the basic gist is their father dies. So the big brother has to take care of the little brother who is very obviously afraid of death to where the big brother didn't make him go to the funeral. Well, they figure out that the caretaker is essentially an alien that is taking the bodies, reanimating them, and they become these like three foot hooded creatures. Jawa traders. Yes. And this actually came pretty soon after the first Star Wars. Two years after. Yeah, so... Uh, There's so many calls to Star Wars in this. Yeah. <laughs> There's even a death sphere. But anyways, so it's essentially a fever dream of all of, <laughs> all of this craziness happening. Like a lot of horror movies at that time, it doesn't really have much of a resolve, if any. There's not. And I know that it's, it's a series... There's several movies in the series. Yeah, and apparently it's also a television series, apparently. but I'm not familiar with that. So this is our, our very first dip into Phantasm. Yes. And yeah. I don't know if the TV series came before the movies. I, w- I, no I would idea. assume the Probably. TV series first. Yeah. Probably. That's usually how things progress there anyway, in that time period. Yeah. So for entertainment, 
I would give this a four. And just my my first impression in this movie is it's very random and sporadic, but it does have some focus, which is more than I can say for some movies. But it's just a, very much a what the fuck movie. Like the entire time we're watching and we're like, what the hell is going on? But well, but they also have like the funniest kills, and it's just it. It's a movie that I don't regret seeing, but it's I I feel no need to watch this again, and I don't really feel a need to watch the sequels. <laughs> I'm kind of done with this. But yeah, a lot. It's a lot. Lots of random moments. Very. It jumps around a lot. It seems like. Like, we kept on seeing the kid pop up randomly when he'd be in a completely separate Dude, area. he was a total stalker compared yeah. to... He was obsessed with his brother. Yeah. But to be fair, it was all he had left. But yeah, yeah he was a little bit too... A little yeah. bit too clingy. Yeah, but it's a definitely a very stylistic movie. The... Oh my god, the the orb scene... Where it kills the guy that we were laughing it so hard. It reminded me so much of the Jedi training orb from A New Hope. Yeah. But it just, it was funnier. It was funnier. It was so hilarious. We were laughing. So like all of the deaths in the, this movie are hilarious. Because it's like, they're, they're like, oh, and they're just like very subdued. Yeah. Or it's like, oh, oh. <laughs> just like crazy extremely overdone yeah there is no in between no in between and of course the deaths are very unrealistic but yes. realism for that later the giant fly in the it was such a weird it's like it's like his finger became a giant fly creature that's what it seemed like. But it's like he's an alien, but why would, like, is his finger an egg? Like, I, just, I, just, I, don't, I don't understand. And uh, Yeah. But I will say, like, overall, like, style, a lot of the choices they made, you could very much see as stylistic. But I will make a comment for any future director slash producer slash editor Whatever you do, do not play two songs at the same time. That was a choice. That that was that was just I I don't no. know if they used it as a tool to signify that something was wrong because it sounded very off. Yeah. So I that I feel like was a choice. It's hard to but. tell, but it's like and I admit it's very possible that we just don't get this movie because at first I'm like, I oh, maybe it's a fever dream or what, maybe the kid, it's his internal mental fight on, you know, accepting death as a reality. And it's like, that would actually be pretty interesting. But then whenever I'm like, OK, I think I might be right. Then the ending completely blows that out of the water, unless if it's supposed to be like a persistent I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's like I, I was trying to make it deep. But then the movie was like, nope, it's not deep. This is reality. I, yeah. I don't understand. I don't either. And then like a character that was supposed to be dead is no longer dead. And a character that was alive. The is scene before suddenly is dead. now dead and in the ground. And there's a... Yeah. 
a headstone. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. And apparently, this movie was originally three hours. But even if it was originally three hours, I don't think they would have given us more of an explanation. I think it would have been a lot more like a random crap going on and a lot more confusion for us. I don't know if it would have given a better explanation or if we would have understood it better. The only thing I can think of is we probably wouldn't last the three hours. Yeah, we'd fall asleep or turn it off. Like the, the deaths were funny. But they they did not keep me wanting to watch no. the movie. No. Yeah, no, I give it a four as well. It was very random and sporadic. It didn't feel very... It didn't have any continuity yeah. at all. Everything was so disjointed. I, I didn't understand who some of the characters even were. How they were related. Mm-hmm. I don't remember most of their names. I didn't know the brother's name was Jody until the headstone. <laughs> yeah. We were wondering who we had it to was. Look it up. Yeah. We were wondering who it was and we had to look it up. Like it was it was bad, guys. I mean, we're bad with names typically, but it was worse with the way they did this movie. So it was very difficult to follow. And I felt like the movie didn't know itself what it wanted to be. Yeah. Was it a vampire thing? Was it a ritual sacrifice thing? Was it, you know, a werewolf thing because of the growling in the, the woods? And then we see a cloaked figure. Like, yeah. it, and then the bug that at first looked kind of like a mini demon. Yeah. Well, especially <laughs> with the crawls red out eyes of and then like drain. the hairy leg yeah. came out. Like, it crawls out of the shower drain. Like, <laughs> so. I don't think it knew what it wanted to be. And there were there were even some characters that we see once but never again. Like the the fortune teller or psychic grandmother yeah. of his friend toward the beginning of the movie. It was it was just very disjointed. The kid apparently had teleporting abilities because he was apparently following the brother everywhere, but the brother was driving everywhere and when he would get to a location seconds later the kid would be walking up to a window yeah so either the kid's a speedster or he can teleport and knows exactly where his brother is at all times which is kind of creepy i have concerns about the kid the kid also decides i'm gonna break and enter into the cemetery that i'm terrified of and goes in and walks around and locks himself in a dungeon after witnessing the death orb and then <laughs> proceeds to chop off the, the tall man's fingers. So, and then, then thinks it's a good idea to take one of the fingers sitting in the cheese sauce that the guy bleeds. So, because <laughs> it's still wiggling after it's chopped it's off, wiggling. but still, no. Yeah, so it just, it was so random and didn't make. Any lick of sense, honestly. I just... Like, I, I can understand the brother's logic where I think he's trying to prove that something was going on. But And it kind of did suppose. help with the brother after the giant fly popped up, but... For sure. But still, it was... It was just A odd. weird choice. Yeah. It, it was Very just odd maybe. and out of place. And the effects weren't great. 
the blood was way too thin and way too red. And when, after the death orb scene with the fountain of blood that poured out <laughs> of him, just a hose of blood oh everywhere, then he falls down with a leg twitch, and then there's soda pee. Yeah. Like, it's it's mostly brownish, and, and there's some foam. Like, it's it's soda. It's like, dude, you, you really need to up your water intake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty bad. <laughs> So the effects weren't great. We were wondering WTF the entire movie, basically. So Pretty I probably much. won't watch this movie again. Yeah. I would be, if if we are missing anything, I would love someone who is a fan of the movie to kind of let us know the background behind it. I want and if there's like please. symbolism that we're missing or metaphors please, or... Please yeah. give us an explanation. <laughs> Because maybe once we know, I don't think it would necessarily help the movie, but at least make it have more sense. Yes. I I still think we had to have missed something. Maybe I feel while like we were, we're laughing something. hysterically during a couple of scenes, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know what else. And before we move on to realism, one thing that was kind of a funny thought is whenever you see the girl stabbing the guys while she's having sex with them, it turns into the caretaker. And in my mind, I'm like, is the caretaker having sex with the guys? But then makes it look like, or, or is the girl, yes, are they a shapeshifter? Or is the girl an actual illusion? And that, that's actually kind of funny to think about. <laughs> What's going on there? Yep, yep, but I don't have anything more for entertainment. Nope. So. No. Well, no. then... Oh, huh? you know what? I do have one more thing. Okay. One more thing. So the descriptions in this movie are one of the few things that are just top-notch. When the kid describes the thing that came after him in the woods while he was watching his brother get it on with a random girl, he <laughs> describes the thing as small, brown, and low to the ground. And his brother's first thought was not a dog, a cat, squirrel. a squirrel, <laughs> anything normal. No. He asked, well, maybe it was just a gopher in heat. It's like, why a gopher and why specifically in heat? <laughs> and plus, the brother sucks at descriptions because it was obviously like someone that was hooded. Yeah, it was obviously a cloaked figure. Uh, that was growling like a dog for whatever reason, but <laughs> top-notch descriptions. Yeah, like, that I actually put that in my realism. Wonderful guessing. Because uh, mm -hmm. I was like, that's so unrealistic to be like, it's a gopher in heat. But anyways. You sure it wasn't a gopher in heat? <laughs> yeah. So for... In a cloak growling like a dog? For realism, I'm giving this movie a one. And even that that's is being... Fair. Somewhat generous, but yeah, the the gopher scene, all the all of the death scenes are just yeah. out there. The uh, whenever the brother was fighting off one of the aliens, and he put a gun next to his head to shoot off the alien, oh it's like there's two problems with that. First of all, if you can't see where you're pointing the gun, you could easily shoot yourself. And second of all, even if you didn't shoot yourself, 
you would probably go deaf because the gun went off right next to your ears. Yeah, it, it wouldn't be forever, but at least temporarily you'd it you'd suffer some sure. kind of shock and um and hearing loss. Yeah. Just because it's very disorientating. And then like the whenever the creature was driving after them. There's no way the creature would have been able to see where it's driving. Like, they, whenever they look behind them, they don't see anyone yeah. in the seat. They don't even see little eyes. So, no, that, that wouldn't and have yet, worked. And yet, the dude was shooting at the seats. Yeah. As if there's someone there after the kid just yelled, there's no one driving. Yeah. No. Also, 13-year-old driving. Yeah. I know it's a small town, and it's the 70s, things were different then, but 13-year-old driving. And it's the 70s. <laughs> I already said it was the 70s. Oh, okay. Sorry, Pay I just heard the small town part, but... Details. Okay, okay. And then, <laughs> the Giver hammer shotgun. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that after the kid... Hits the door and it explodes. The explosion was way too big. And then he immediately put... It was still smoking. Yes. The kid immediately put his hand through the burnt hole. It's like, no, that, no. Well, this is also the kid that after they had just driven the car, they pull over, open up the hood, and he sticks his hand under the hood and starts touching different things after they just drove. I'm sorry, that thing is hotter than hell. Yeah. A running engine is super hot. Yeah. Even if you had just turned it off, it's going to still retain heat. Yep. There ain't no way in hell. That kid has some fire resist or something. Got some good genes. No shit. His calluses are ridiculously <laughs> thick or something. Because yeah. no, that's not how any of that oh, works. Gosh. Yeah, but my my very final knock on the realism scale is whenever the tall man, which is how he's noted in the credits and on IMDb, the caretaker, whenever he kidnaps the kid, the kid had put the gun in his back pocket. And so he takes his gun, the pistol out of his pocket, and instead of using the butt of the gun to break the glass he just shoots the glass waste just, a bullet and then not to mention whenever he pops out of the car and then the caretaker like runs into the pole the, the, that that was like the biggest explosion for no reason no reason car explodes for no reason yeah that yep that was something but he also didn't take the chance with a gun in his hand to shoot the dude that's driving i know right but like, I can understand, like, maybe being scared of, like, well, if he crashes, then I'd get hurt. So I can't. He's but... already trying to crash the car. He shot the tire. Okay, that's fair. But he was, he did plant. Well, okay, yeah, he could have shot the guy and then jumped out of the car like he did with the Yes. Car. Yeah. Same effect, but you're more likely to kill the driver if you shoot him in the head. Yeah, point blank. <laughs> yeah, if the car wrecks, there's still a chance, apart from the random explosion from hell, that he's going to survive. Yeah. So why take the chance? Shoot him in the head. Because he, like, comes after him anyways again. Exactly. Just, yeah. Just, it was weird. <laughs> I gave a it a one scene. as well. 
I gave it a one because the things just don't make sense with the 13-year-old driving, his fire resistance, and being able to touch hot engines and put his hand through a smoking hot hole in the door that he just blew apart from a shotgun shell that he MacGyvered himself. And <laughs> him taking the fingers with the cheese sauce and it turning into a fly, the sphere from hell... <laughs> I just, I, nothing, nothing makes sense in this. And there's also no gun safety. No gun safety at all in this movie. I know some people are really stupid when they handle their guns, yeah. but you would think a protective older brother would at least show the kid how to handle them properly when he's showing the kid how to use the gun and explaining, you know, you don't point it at someone unless you're willing to shoot them and you don't shoot them unless you're aiming to kill them. So maybe tell him all of this with your finger off of the trigger and with the <laughs> pointed end of the gun away from your brother instead of loading the gun with the end pointing toward him. Yeah. Just a bit. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Mm -mm. This whole movie didn't make sense at all. <laughs> Also, the unsanitary ice cream practices when they decided it would be a good idea to throw one of the uh, the cloaked figures into the back of the ice cream truck with the ice cream. He's yeah. like, will my ice cream be all right? He's not going to leak all over it. Yes, he is. It's a body. It's a body that was in a car crash. Yes, it's going to leak all over your ice cream. That makes me question all ice cream trucks now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So, I also wonder what the logic was when his brother said that, oh, send him to the antique store. He'll be safe there. Maybe it's the people working there? I suppose. They seemed like friends yeah. of his. But how is that going to be any safer? Yeah. Than in the house with you with multiple guns? Yeah. I, I don't know. It, it didn't make sense at all. And the photo that he found in the antique store apparently had zoom and motion features. See, I think that was probably like a, a stylistic choice. I don't know. But yeah, it was kind of weird. It was very weird. So, But the, the explosion when the car hit the pole was a little much, too. For sure. The whole movie was a what the fuck. Yeah, it really was. I just, And then like him talking to the psychic in the beginning, like that didn't really go anywhere. I mean, it didn't. later he's like, don't fear, don't fear. But and then what was the point in showing the tall man in the old photos, like showing them, showing us that he was super old, but it's like, we know he's an alien. Yeah, I just, that was I unnecessary. Don't. Yeah. But I mean, the the portal to a different planet was weird. Yeah. And then they they trapped the tall man in a mine shaft, and his brother somehow got stones, boulders that were <laughs> those things are hundreds of pounds heavy. There ain't no way in hell his brother was able to get them down that hill himself. I don't care how hard you're pushing, I don't care what levers you have. You're not going to get that down the hill yourself. Well, and then, like, where do they live where they have that big of boulders? Yeah, like, no. I remember, I know it's a mine shaft, but, yeah. like, what? <laughs> yeah, it was completely random there. But his brother was alive in that scene. And then the next scene, Reggie, the dude that was just stabbed, 
in the the scene before in the stomach and they said he was dead is now alive and comforting the the younger kid brother and then his older brother is suddenly dead. So And they said that he died in a car accident, but yeah. we never saw him in a car accident. No, nope, no car accident. They they said he had died and that he was just needing to deal with his grief. And he goes up there, you think it's all a fever dream, and then you see the tall man again. So what even is this movie? Uh I don't know. I have concerns. <laughs> I yeah I don't. Know. We sat in silence for a little bit after the movie ended. Yeah, we're just we just sat there like with a glazed look over our eyes, just like what what did we just see? What? So thanks for that, Carrie <laughs> and JD and JD <laughs> and V. I know you're out there too, V. Uh-huh. <laughs> thanks, guys. <laughs> so, but we watched it. For you. <laughs> and uh, I, th- I think we left a, a little piece of ourselves back before we watched the movie. I think so. Yep. It's just yep. one of those movies that it kind of changes you a little bit because it just it shakes you to your core. <laughs> it's just so weird. I don't feel shaken to my core. I just feel like I th- what the fuck? The whole movie. Well, I guess. Okay. It feels like someone put my brain in a jar, shook it up really nice, and then put it back and was like, here yeah. you go. <laughs> that that sounds accurate. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I don't really have anything to add. Um, this normally wouldn't necessarily be a movie that I would recommend just because I know the majority of people wouldn't really get much out of it. But if you like really weird movies or you enjoy older horror movies because older horror movies they do have a certain touch to them that present day movies mm-hmm. don't um then maybe don't it'll be worth them, your time yeah they don't make them like they used to for sure yeah yep and that's a good and bad thing yeah <laughs> depending on the movie <laughs> it does really heavily depend on the movie yep this one was like a fever dream yeah Mixed with acid. Yeah, in this case, I'm very glad that nowadays they make horror movies differently. A little bit. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But if you have any other recommendations, God help us, please let us know. (laughs) (laughs) And we will watch and review those as well. We do, in a couple of weeks, have a live stream coming up. So don't forget to join us for that as well. It'll be on the first Saturday of each month unless otherwise specified and it'll be at 7 p.m on twitch and youtube central standard time so join us for those you got anything else nope i don't well the oh well we do we have a teespring uh this this particular bug is from v's teespring uh which we will uh link yes um but we also have our own uh, Teespring, which we still need to get the bugs from. But you can be a horror movie tea sipper. At this point, we're just waiting on them. Yes. Uh, and so you can sip your tea as we sip bars. Yep. Or w- sip your horror movie tea sipper mug while... Well, we spill the tea on these horror movies. So. Yeah. Or w- <laughs> but while you're watching the movie and uh, giving us your opinion on it. So... All right, well, we'll see you guys next time. And as always, stay safe and stay spoopy. Bye. Bye.